Assalamu alaikum. It is Thursday, the 11th of November 2021. And in our series Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number 276, in which um, we'll be discussing chapter 2, verse 95, and this is the second broadcast in discussing that uh, verse of the Holy Quran. Let me apologize uh, for uh, uh, not being able to bring you um, you broadcasts on uh, Monday and uh, Wednesday because of some difficulties etc. I hope uh, you'll bear with us when these things happen. Um, <clears throat> just to remind you that uh, these broadcasts are brought to you by the Lahore MDA community, also known as the Lahore MDA movement, MDA Manishat Islam, etc. And um, uh, its founder was Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, who taught us that although people bring another prophet after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, the Holy Quran has said the Holy Prophet is the seal of the prophets. And the Holy Prophet said, I am the seal of the prophets. There is no prophet after me. So now no prophet can come, whether an old one or a new one. However, when uh, the Ummah goes astray, then God will send mujaddids to guide them back to the right path. And of course this will lead to disagreement and so on. And it is good to believe in mujaddid, the reformer and his reforms. But it's not necessary for you, uh, you know, to become a, uh, to be a Muslim, this is not necessary. Not a condition of being a Muslim. Uh, And the Holy Prophet said that uh, uh, the only thing that's sufficient for people to be regarded as Muslims is their belief in the testimony. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. That is sufficient. Nothing more is needed. <clears throat> Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad also taught us that although people say that the Holy Quran is in, incomplete and some uh, prophetic revelation is missing from the Holy Quran, this is incorrect. 
God has said that uh, I reveal the Holy Quran and I will guard over it. So how can anything be missed out for me? All prophetic revelation is in the Holy Quran. And uh, similarly, people say that some verses of the Holy Quran have been abrogated or cancelled. Again, Hazrat said, this is completely wrong. No verse of the Holy Quran was ever abrogated um, or uh, will ever be abrogated. Such beliefs leave Islam open to dangerous criticism. As we see all over the world, when we say Islam is a religion of peace, it says, La ikraha fiddin. The uh, the objector, the non-Muslim, will immediately say, ah, well, that verse has been abrogated. But uh, So it opens Islam to all manner of uh, contradiction. And most important of all, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed said that uh, jihad is the duty of every single Muslim. Constant jihad. But jihad is defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad who when returning from fighting said that Muslims were returning from the minor jihad to the major jihad and then went on to explain that the major jihad is jihad bin nafs. A struggle within your own self to purify yourself, to overcome your negative and uh, bad desires. The list of such things is, is, a, is a, such desires is a long one. I needn't dwell uh, dwell upon it or go into it in in, in detail. So, as I said, we are uh, looking at. Verse 95 of Al-Baqarah and uh, this is the second broadcast in that series. So let's turn to that. A'udhu billahi minash rajim Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Walingyatamanohu Abadam Abadam Bima Kadamat Aidihim Walrahu Ali Mumin. I will, when I read the translation, I will add the translation of the previous verse. Uh, to it as well. So the previous verse says, say, if the abode of the hereafter with Allah is only for you and excludes other people, then invoke death if you are truthful. And this verse then says, and they will never invoke it because of 
what their hands have sent on before. And Allah knows the wrongdoers. So as I said, today's uh, words are Qaddamat and Aidihim. So let me find my notes and we'll have a look at them. <coughs> Bear with me. The first word, it's a um, yeah, trilateral root, is of dal me. And we find it in the Holy Quran 48 times in eight forms, 27 times as Qaddama, and eight times as Qadam. And uh, four times as Yastakdimu. And three times as Qadim. And twice as Taqaddama. And uh, once as Mustakdimin. And uh, for example, chapter 11, verse 98, Yakdumu Qawmuhu. He will proceed in front of his people. Waqadimna ila ma amilu. Chapter 25, verse 23, and we will proceed. And again, sent ahead, like here. Qaddamat aidihim. Sent forth ma taqaddamu. Advanced, chapter 12, verse 48. Qaddamtum. Sent for Kaddamat. Again, proceed the Kaddama, chapter 48, verse 2. And to advance again, to advance, proceed Yastak the Moon, chapter 7, verse 34, chapter 10, verse 49. And uh, it also refers to people in the past. Antumba abaukum abaukumul akdamun and your forefathers. And of course the noun which means feet akdamana our feet behil Akdam, your feet. Kadama, Kadiba Siddhaqin, in the Rabbihim. That means a superior position, respectable position. Kadamun, a foot. 
Akdamakum, your feet. And of course, adjective, Qadim, as in chapter 12, verse 95, and so on. Chapter 46, verse 11. So, <clears throat> Uh, I magnified the the screen to make it easy for me to read, which is very good, but it's made it difficult for me to find the thing, uh, find my notes. Um, here we are. Let me. I have two sets of notes. Let me get both of them. The beginning. <clears throat> right. Here we are. So. Um, Al-Qadabu, that means a human foot. And Aqdamun is um, um, the plural. And the Holy Quran says, Vayu Fagbita Bihil Aqdam, chapter 8, verse 11. And he kept you steadfast so this uh, and uh, from this is comes the word takaddam and uh, now this takaddam can be in many different ways it can be because of your station so and so <clears throat> has the kaddam is superior to um, someone else um, for example you know they both left school together and uh, um, you know john is now better superior than peter or whoever you know, he's made, maybe he's got a better job, maybe he's uh, um, politically in a better position or he has more money or whatever. Um, it, get all, it, it also applies to things, those t things on which other things depend for their existence. For example, if we didn't have the zero, we can't have number 10 or 20 or 100. So you will say that the existence of number 20 depends on the existence of zero. We know this from Roman numerals, don't you? That we had one, two, three. These were literally one line, two line, three line vertical lines. And then you had a different symbol for five, a V. So 
you know, what's four? Well, it could be four lines, but they said we take away one. You know, put put one on the left. And then they put one on the right to make it six. And seven and eight. And then, of course, you have ten and, and, and so on, you know. Um, so... Uh, <clears throat> when used as Al-Qidamu, it means something in the past. So, but, uh, <clears throat> I mean, the Holy Quran says, Al-Ur Junil Qadim, the old branch of uh, a date palm. And it also says, Lahum Qadama Thibqin in the Rabbihim. They pretend was true. And that is that uh, they are in God's eyes, they have the status of Siddiqi. So here, Qadama Siddqin. It means their previous superiority, that they always uh, spoke the truth. Chapter 5, verse 18. And whatever they have sent for themselves is not good. Now you can see that there is past and future involved. What we do here, it goes into the past. What I did yesterday, that's the past. But its consequence or result may not be apparent until the hereafter. And this is how the word is used here. Chapter 2, verse 95. What their hands have sent previously. So, you know, although what they did was in the past, its result is in the future. Then we have Yaktumu Omahu Yomal Qiyamat. On the day of judgment. He will be in front. He lead his people. And La Tukadimu Baina Yada Yillahi wa Prasulihi. Chapter 49, verse 1. Don't butt in. Don't speak before Allah or his Prophet. Now, what does it mean here? La Tukadimu. So what it means is that, uh, you know, do what they command you to do. It can also stand for don't add in extra things and think you're becoming holier. Instead of five, don't say ten prayers a day and think oh, I'm much holier, I, I pray ten times a day. So it can also be taken to 
mean that. So, it applied muqaddama is another word that comes from this and it means the beginning, the start of anything. The beginning of a book generally has a chapter and it's called muqaddama. It basically summarizes the sort of book. And kadama, as I said, um, to proceed forward, to march forward, and so on. And uh, by God saying what their hands have sent before them, obviously means our deeds. And I've already explained that the deeds are in the past, but the result is in the future. So, the next word we are going to do is Aidihim. And uh, it's um, um, root, trilateral root is Ya Dar Ya. And it occurs 120 times in the Holy Quran. And uh, meaning um, hand. But hand is not literally hand in uh, all places where it's used. I mean, here, as I've just explained, it says what their hands have sent before. You know, their hands, it, it means their deeds. So although literally it is what their hands have sent before, it actually stands for deeds, what they've done. And a lot of the times, uh, as I say to you, you know, pronouns are added to um nouns. Um, uh, for example, we have Mola Master, Molvi, my master, Mola Na, our master. Now E, the, the Ya and Na, they're added at the end of Mola uh, yeah, to show uh, which noun belongs to which pronoun, to whom. Uh, so that may look different. That's the point I'm trying to make is that they may look different, but it's actually the same word. Be a the kum in chapter two verse hundred uh, hundred ninety five. With your hands, with b b is with, and kum at the end your. So adi him. This was Haidikum, Aidihim in chapter 2, verse 95, this chapter, their hands. So, um, but um, although literally it means hand, as the thing at the end of your wrist, 
um, but um, it means um, status, majesty, control, ownership, means help, uh, protection, uh, skill. But then it also comes for, it's also used for embarrassment. So, you know, uh, you have to be careful. You have to be careful with the use of all, all words uh, in the Holy Quran because, and, and be clear um, uh, what the context is before you translate it. Because obviously, you see, the thing is this, that it's a book of guidance. If you are not clear about the context of a word and you mistranslate it or misapply it, then, uh, you know, you're going to give the wrong message. Um, uh, uh, Etc. I mean, here the Holy Quran says, Haza, um, <coughs> um, uh, sorry, this is not in the Holy Quran, this is just an Arabic sentence. Haza fi yadi fala. Fala means someone. You know, it's like you go to court, you present your uh, case to the judge, you come out, your client says, you know, what do you think? And you say, well, I've done my best, I've used all my skill and eloquence and everything. Now it is in his hands. And that is that means that, you know, he is now, he has the power, the power of deciding against you or for you in his hands. Um, uh, that uh, verse of the Holy Quran, uh, chapter 2, verse 237, And if the ladies, if the wives forego, the meher. So, you know, they, it is in their hands. They have the control. They may say, okay, I forgo my meher, or they may say that, no, you know, I'm going to, um, um, I demand that you pay me. Um, Another uh, use in chapter um, 5, verse 11 is Humma Qawmun Yab Supun Ilaikum Aidiyahum Hakafa Aidiyahum Ankum. And when a party uh, <coughs> wanted to use their hands on you. Then he stopped their hands. What does that mean? That means attack you. When someone wanted to attack you, God then stopped them. There is a, uh, another. Uh, it is not 
a verse of the Quran. It's just an Arabic sentence. Biyadishimali zimamuha. And the control, and it was in the hands of the north winds because they're very powerful. Now, obviously, wind doesn't have hands, but uh, what it means is that. The northern winds are very uh, strong and powerful and what happens depends on the strength with which they sort of uh, blow or what I want to call it. Um, <clears throat> again, um, it's used in, uh, yes, it's used in that sense in chapter 38, verse 17. Was Abdana And remember my servant David, who was powerful, who was mighty. So, again, the word literally is who had hands. It doesn't, it's not saying that, you know, he has hands. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then interestingly, we have the uh, the verse, Inna lazina yubayi'unaka innama yubayi'unallaha yadullahi fawqa aydihim. Chapter 48, verse 10. Those who are taking the bath, was wearing the oath of allegiance on your hand, they're doing it on God's hand. Obviously, God doesn't have hands. Metaphorically, God is saying that the Holy Prophet's hands are his hands. So what God is saying is that those people who swore this oath on the Holy Prophet's hand, they have God's support. It's God's support. Uh, <clears throat> or uh, uh, another place, the Holy Quran says, chapter 5, verse 11. And when I supported you with the Holy Spirit. And again, the same word is used here. Uh, but in, in chapter 2, verse 79, فَوَلُّ لِلَّذِينَ يَكْتُبُونَ الْكِتَابَ بِأَيْدِيهِمْ And it is sad that they write these books with their own hands. So this is literally, obviously, you know, you do the writing with your hand. Um, our time, I understand, is up, and uh, so I take my leave of you with the prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, Khuda Hafiz, goodbye.